0: Hey guys, so it's been a while since uh, we've done an episode for Against the Grain. Um, Thought I'd get back into it today. Uh, So we're going to talk about, drumroll, what's our topic? Taking social media hiatuses, or aka social media breaks. Why they're healthy, um, why they're important, and why they are necessary for your mental health. Um, So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I hope you enjoy the podcast and get a lot out of it, and hopefully it changes your perspective. So every day we are bombarded with media. We're bombarded with advertisements um, enticing us to try to get to buy something or to consume something. It's a constant push and pull that we face every day, and it can really, really weigh on our mental status. Um, The Bible talks about what we put into our eyes goes directly into our heart, and it affects who we are as people. So it's really important to think about what we're consuming visually, because at the end of the day, you become what you see, you become who you're around, um, and you become what you consume on a daily basis. So it's important to just really reflect um, on what we're consuming daily, and look at the intentions of what we're consuming daily. um, And also just take breaks when we're needed, when they're needed. Um, that is the beauty of free will is that we can take breaks whenever they're needed. So one way I like to, um, take a break is to delete all of my social media apps for a month or more. And it gives me such a tremendous sense of, um, reflection. Like I don't realize how deeply I'm addicted to my phone until I actually take it away. And then it's, it's crazy. It's scary. And there's a whole bunch of studies that I'd like to go through on this podcast about it. Um, but a whole bunch of studies that are done that basically say that we um, mentally go through the exact same withdrawal symptoms as somebody on an addictive drug. Which is crazy. Like her- they compare it to like heroin or meth. Like our brains physically go through the same withdrawal process um, of anxiety and even to the point of where we get sweats, um, we become a nervous wreck. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I encourage you if you haven't done it to just take a break from social media and just completely delete the apps, go cold turkey, and see how you feel because you might be shocked to realize that you are actually addicted to your cell phone and consuming a constant stream of information. I can't tell you how different it is to just have radio silence because this world is so constant with advertisements and bombardments of just various content. Like we are we are just constantly being advertised to on a daily basis. We're constantly having information shoved down our throat on what we should consume, what we should do, what we should look like, um, this image that we should fulfill. And we are also pressured to, in turn, reflect that same life to others. So we feel that we have to post the perfect content um, to our social media pages, look a certain way um, and appear a certain way, post certain things online, interact with certain people, like certain posts. It's just, it's really crazy and it's extremely demanding. And if we're not careful, it can... Definitely become an idol in our lives, which is exactly what God warns against having is idols. I know that social media for me um, is something I struggle with, as well as TV. Um, I struggle terribly with um, consuming TV mindlessly, just watching shows and um, not actually thinking and processing what I'm watching. I just sometimes mindlessly binge watch episodes. Um, of even you know Fox News and stuff like that, and i I get in this this one framed mindset where I only see one side of the story um, and I'm just constantly um sometimes angry if I continuously watch certain things over and over and over again, and i that's all I'm doing is consuming mindless information and sometimes. I mean, if the content itself is angry, you will in turn be angry. Um, so now I'm I'm really mindful to do um, two things. One, take a social media hiatus, like I mentioned. And two, use discernment on the kinds of content that I'm consuming. So for instance, um, I primarily listen to um, traditional country hymns. Now I primarily listen to Christian music. Um, just because I realized, um, reflecting on, on my past, um, at certain points in my life, when I listened to certain types of music, uh, my, my decisions were influenced heavily by the lyrics that were getting sung to me. And sometimes it was even subliminal messaging. I wasn't even aware of how my actions were reflective of what I was consuming. Um, I binge watched a lot of reality TV back in the day, um, when I went through a rough spell, and I think reality TV and um, really raunchy lyrics um, in the music that I was consuming also just all compiled into having a really distorted view of the world and, and my part in it. So it was just, it was really... Um, anyways, the second thing that I do to um, kind of streamline that is to make sure that I am questioning the content that I'm consuming and asking, is this going to benefit my faith journey? Is this going to benefit my walk with God? Is this going to develop me into a person that is better in some way than what I was before? And if not, is it really worth my time? Is it really worth my effort of consuming if it's not going to A, benefit my relationship with Christ, or B, make me a better person And more like Jesus. So I try to ask myself that in every way, shape, or form. So, some things that I did outside um, when I had social media were to unfollow all content that was not, I felt was not pleasing to God. So, um, a lot of fitness accounts these days, if you're in the fitness industry at all, if you follow some of these fitness accounts on Instagram, um, you'll realize that it's a very superficial conceited, um, self-absorbed world. A lot of people are, and they're very, very obsessed with the superficial look of their bodies. So they post a lot of things that are pretty raunchy, to be honest. I mean, 10 years ago, I couldn't even imagine someone posting a picture of them in thong underwear and a bra, literally lingerie that you would wear only for your husband 10 years ago. People are posting to Instagram accounts and it's quotation um, body progress or, you know, I'm so proud of how far I've come, end of quotations. Um, It's just, it's really sad because we don't have to show every single part of our body to the entire world to be proud of how far we've come fitness wise. Um, There's so many other ways to share your fitness journey with your friends and your family. Um, besides taking all your clothes off and standing in front of a mirror and showing, you know, your half-nude body or posting, posing provocatively, you know, in a little tiny crop top and really, really tight leggings and um, or no leggings at all like some people do. Um, you know, there's, there's just so many better ways to go about that. So anyways, with that point, I made sure to unfollow all of those accounts that were um, bringing up pictures on my account that I felt were not modest um pictures that gave me self insecurities anybody that gave me a self insecurity um I unfollowed um anybody that gave me a negative feeling I unfollowed and it might sound a little I don't know if it's necessarily judgmental um but you know anybody that gives you negative feeling don't be such a snowflake that's probably what you're thinking but um Really, it's just not worth your time and it's not worth your energy because the things that you see online can really emotionally drain you. Um, So, you know, all day long, this is how I like to think of it, all day long, um, you know, in the morning we start out with a gas tank that is full and all day long we are running that gas tank. Everything that goes in our eyes, um, the speedometer of our eyes, Um, When we get on social media, we start to go faster. That speedometer speeds up. We use more gas. Um, So as we're mindlessly scrolling, we're continuously using gas. Um, And sometimes those things that trigger us, those things that give us those negative feelings, um, they speed up and we use way more gas on those things. So what happens is at the end of the day when you come home to your family or you hang out with your friends, you have nothing left in your tank sometimes because you've spent all your emotional energy mindlessly scrolling social media or giving it to someone that literally does not even know that you're sitting behind that screen looking at them. Um, So we have to ask ourselves, is that really a productive way to use our time and our energy? And in my opinion, it's absolutely not. There are so many other things that we can be doing in a day um, and using that gas on, um real life relationships um picking up the phone and calling people more this is one thing that i have just absolutely loved doing um as a millennial there's all kinds of funny memes out there that have um millennials like running away from phone calls like <laughs> it's just it's hilarious because our our millennial generation is known for not picking up the phone they're notorious for only texting so i just find it really really funny um Now that, you know, when I go on these hiatuses, I used to fear cell phone calls. Like I would get such serious anxiety when someone would call me on the phone and I would just want so badly just to be able to text them. But now I actually look forward to that conversation because as people, we, we strive, like our being is made up for companionship, for friendship. That's, um, That's really who we are. That's how God designed us was to have emotional intimacy with one another um, in the friendships that we have. So um, I found myself when I wasn't putting so much energy into social media that my emotional tank was still so full at the end of the day. I loved when people called me and I loved that conversation that I would have with them because I was still hungry for that. Relationship, I just wasn't using all my gas tank up on meaningless social media because at the end of the day, I mean, you can like all the photos you want to, but are you really building that friendship? Are you building that relationship up? Is that actually meaningful? I would say no. You just spent 20 minutes mindlessly scrolling through a person that already has 259 likes on a photo. Are they really going to go through and look at everybody's who like that photo? and think, oh yeah, Sally and Judy really like that. Like I, I so appreciate them liking this photo. No, they're going to much more likely appreciate a phone call from you or a text message checking up on how you're doing. So I've learned that in that um, I have a lot more energy to put into Relationships with people, um, I have a lot more energy to and desire also to hang out with people more rather than just see them on social media and just see what they're doing. It also contributes to a lot more meaningful conversation because you ask different questions when you don't see people all the time when you don't see them on social media you know you you ask broader questions like. You know what's been going on with so and so I haven't seen them in a long time what's you know what are your hobbies now? what are you doing like are you you know are you still working that job? How do you feel about that like you you find yourself asking more questions because you don't have that omniscient view of into someone's life so you're genuinely more concerned um and more questioning about what's going on in their life so yeah I just I think back to a time before social media was really a big thing and It was a blessing to be alive back then. It really was. So um, I love to take social media hiatuses and just spend time clearing my mind. Um, I'll write down all the goals that I have that um, I feel haven't been completed because I've been distracted. Um, For me, you know, I'm I'm currently working on grad school, working on graduation, and then there's some other um, stuff that I'm working on um, for side businesses that I'd like to get going next year. And um, just all these things that I have uh, goals of. And I realized that I was spending way more time on social media than I needed to and not actually getting any of this stuff done. So I take the time and I write down the goals that I that I have that I really want to focus on and start working on. And then I delete all the apps. Um, you know, I let people know that, hey, I'm going off social media for a while. I'm not ghosting you. Um, some of my closest friends, um, if you need to get a hold of me, call me. I'd love to chat. I'd love to text. I'd love to chat, whatever you want to do. Let's get together and let's have a relationship that way. Um, and then I work like heck towards the goals that I have. Like it really taking a break really gives me that time and that energy that I need to focus on all of the goals that I have and just whip them out. And it's, it's amazing. Like I've been social media free for two weeks now. I'm in the middle of a hiatus, um, again, and I still find myself picking up my phone when I feel like I should be working on my research or anything like that. And I'm picking up my phone and I'm like trying to look at it and I'm like, okay, where are the, apps at. Like, you know, I should be mindlessly scrolling right now. It's it's crazy how much that becomes an ingrained part of our behavior. So, um, instead, you know, I'm, I'm real, like I'm realizing that, Hey, I'm really still addicted to my phone. So these hiatuses are necessary for my mental sake. Um, so I'll go do a workout and get an endorphin rush going. And then I'll be reminded that, um, You know, there's plenty of other things that we can do to occupy our time and they're much more productive than just scrolling. And um, my mental state has been extremely, it's been so much better. Um, My thoughts have been clearer. Um, My memory is could always be better, but um, it is getting better. And again, there's a bunch of awesome studies that I'd love to get into about uh, memory and social media. And how it actually changes the functionality of our brain. And mindless scrolling, I'll just sum it up for you. Mindless scrolling essentially changes the functionality of your brain to the point where you cannot process information um, in the long term. So you can only remember short term information. Because you subject your brain all day to short term messaging. Your brain doesn't have to remember anything long term it's just a bunch of really small bursts of content and then the dopamine rush and then content and dopamine rush it's like a a really short cycle and our it actually changes the physical makeup of our brains which is actually pretty scary um, and i think is why i'm so forgetful these days um i think that's definitely a contributing factor but well that and mom brain but which is a real thing but um anyways so that's just something that I think of, um, quite a lot as a non-benefit to having social media, but there, again, there are plenty of things that we can do, um, that are way more productive with our time. And I, I encourage you to do those. Um, for instance, I've had a lot more time to dig into God's word, um, and to reflect on prayer. I've sucked on prayer so bad. I, I really have just completely forgotten how to pray essentially And, um, meaningful prayer. Um, God tells us not to be wordy with our prayers, but to be short and meaningful. And, um, I'm really, really shocked that I spent so much time scrolling instead of time in God's word and in meditation and in prayer with him. So there's lots of things, again, that, that God is just screaming at us to change in our lives. And I think that, Social media is in today's day and age is something every single one of us can do to take that idol out of our lives, take short breaks, realize that it's a problem. A lot of people don 't even realize that's a problem they th- they say oh yeah i only I only get on social media every once in a while like it's not that big of a deal, but if you actually monitor your activity, realize how much you're on it, take it away, and see how you feel mentally, you might surprise yourself." Um, It might actually be an idol in your life and something that you need to evaluate and, and a definite distraction. So I encourage you to just take a break, step back, take a break, focus on some other things in your life. Your family will thank you. Your friends will thank you. I promise. Like it's actually rather intriguing when I don't find people on social media because I'm like, hmm, they get it. They get it. Like they understand I need a break from this. It's not healthy to do this all the time and share every single aspect of my life. Um, I need a break and I'm going to do that. So I I just find that really interesting and I always ask people that aren't on social media um, what their reasonings are for that because it's just, it's a really interesting thing because you don't see it that much in our culture. So I challenge you guys this week to just step back Um, and delete your apps maybe if it's only for a few days just to reflect on on the meaning of social media in your life and how and if you've made it an idol in your life Um, even just a few days can be really eye-opening and it can be really beneficial to our overall mental health just by taking a break and stepping back if you feel the thief of comparison creeping in um, you know just take a step back you know Popularity on social media is not as important as your relationship with Christ, your family and your friends that you have surrounding you, those real life relationships. It's a great tool that we can use to connect with others and to get our message out and also to fund our business or um, promote our business, whatever we're trying to do online. But we have to remember at the end of the day that uh, first and foremost, our mental health is the most important thing and our relationship with Christ is the most important thing and anything that takes the place of that is an idol in our lives. So thanks again, guys, for being with me this week. I really appreciate it. I hope that I provided you with some tangible and applicable advice on how we as Christians should handle social media and just some of the benefits of um, social media hiatuses and what they can do for our relationship with Christ, which, again, is is the most important thing that we will ever um maintain in our life and also how we can recognize idols in our life. So I just um really just hope that you guys go into uh this week with a reflective attitude, really pay attention to what you're consuming visually and how it's affecting you emotionally and is it draining your gas tank or do you have enough in your tank at the end of the day to provide to your friends and family? That's the question that I hope you guys can um just ask yourself this week and all the coming weeks and and um Really just go into it with a reflective heart, um, an open heart, a mindful heart, and just really just pay attention to the content that you consume. Again, thank you so much for listening. Um, If you like the podcast, I would love for you to go to Apple iTunes and leave a um, star review, and you can even write um, some comments if you want. Um, Tell your friends about the podcast, share with um, your friends on social media, I know, ironically, we just got done talking about that. Um, but yeah, share with your friends on social media if you like it. And um, yeah, thanks for just being a part of the podcast, guys. I really appreciate it. Have a great week.